ships at sea how are you today producer ramona i'm great how are you it's a lovely day in the neighborhood it's beautiful weather there's that i mean it's nice it'll probably be colder later i don't know uh we have uh, a million things to get to today uh tomorrow i will not be on for baseball uh by the way clemson baseball sweeps xavier over the weekend good start uh we'll see where it goes from here uh, I like the fact that uh, Billy Barlow and Tristan Smith stepped up on Friday and Saturday, and uh, uh, Barlow overcame a little bit of adversity in the first inning, but they uh, they stepped up. Uh, obviously, um, Sunday the uh, pitching didn't go as well, and so you know we'll see how that plays out long term, whether you have found a Sunday starter or not. Uh, but and we'll see. We'll maybe see a number of different guys in that role. But the real key to me uh, is identifying a Friday and Saturday starter. I thought that going into the weekend, and it appears at least you know if if Xavier is the test, and you know it may prove down the road that Xavier is a bad test uh, for this. But but I think at least at the start you got some Friday and Saturday answers, which is good. Which is good because I going in. That's my biggest question. My biggest question is solidifying your Friday and Saturday night starting spots and what that will mean to this baseball team. But a good start. Uh, Clemson basketball. Um, I have a lot to say about this. I'm I'm not real happy, and I'm, I'm and I'm I'm not happy for reasons that I don't think have been discussed a lot today. Well, I'll get to that. I haven't heard all that much to be honest today, but I. I uh, am not real happy about about what I saw with uh, with Clemson basketball. Uh, <laughs> said figured first thing would be the NBA All Star game. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know uh, I will talk a little bit about the three point contest between Inesco and Curry a, a little bit later when we get to that. But the first thing I'm going to talk about uh, before I get to any of these things, these other things in depth, because I think. Uh, he deserves to be spoken about today, and that's Lefty Giselle. And and I think, I think one really unfortunate part of this industry that I'm a part of is that, oh, and Ramona doesn't know, Lefty Giselle uh, passed away, Ramona, over the weekend. Um, oh, no. Yeah, 92 years old. Aww. And um, do you know that, and, and oh, let me just finish this thought, and we'll, talk a little bit about it but um i think we do a really bad job in this industry just like giving lip service to legends i mean we're supposed to be sports talk everybody in this industry and if you're supposed to be sports talk then then when historical figures in sports pass away 
you should honor them with more than lip service. And I think we do a terrible job of that. You know, I remember when Gibson and Seaver and all these guys are dying, people like, oh, Bob Gibson died. Okay, what's next? You know what I mean? It, th- th- it shouldn't be that way. It just should, we owe them more than that. We, we make our livings off of them. We make our livings off of them. But we want to just jump past legends and go to the next, you know, hot button topic that's going to be the end of the world. You know, and, I, and, and I've written about this. I've talked about this before. It, it bothers me. And in Lefty Dizelle's case, we're talking about one of the true legends in basketball history. This man won at four different institutions. He was nothing but a winner. When he went to Maryland, he said he was going to turn Maryland into the UCLA of the East. You know, did that happen? Well, sort of yes and no. It, you know, they didn't win the national championships, but we had a screwed up system. We had a screwed up system. Do you know, Ramona, that that Lefty actually started to decline, I think about two years ago when his wife passed. His wife passed, and that's when he actually started to decline. Yeah. But according to his son, he died uh, the way he lived. He wanted he died at his home on the lake, uh, exactly where he wanted to be, uh, on the bay, exactly where he wanted to be. And, uh, and so he passed, and now he's rejoining his wife. By the way... Um, you know, a million years ago when he married his wife, 50 years ago, whenever it was, uh, they eloped. That's how they married. Is they, that right? They eloped. And, you know, and his career was was quirky. It was unique. It was, he was, I wrote on Twitter that he was the Mike Leach of basketball, you know, and we lost both of those guys and both those guys were regular regulars on this show believe it or not i mean and and neither one of them needed to be they they could have easily told us no they had no reason they had nothing to gain from being on this show we're not heard where they were uh in lefty's case you know he he was uh retired he still loved the game of basketball he came on with us because that's who he is and because he just loves to talk basketball and anybody who wanted to talk the game with him that could at least hold their own a little bit he wanted to talk too um and and he was a legend. Again, he did nothing but win. He transformed schools. He he took losing programs and made them winners. He made Maryland. And with all due respect to Gary Williams, who built on what uh, Lefty once did, that program has not been the same since. And and he's one of the truly great basketball coaches. It, again, his brilliance gets lost in his character or in his in the caricature of who he was his brilliance gets lost in that just like with leach in football their brilliance is lost in their personalities and lefty had a huge personality enormous and again the world was a better place with lefty drizel in it it just was one of the great coaches of all time, one of the great characters of all time. He came on this show, like I said, I, I don't know, like five times. And every time we asked him, he wanted to come on. It was just crazy. He was just that type of individual. He owed us nothing. He didn't know us from Adam at first. You know, so he, he owed us nothing. And yet, that's who he was. Um, And so I'm saddened today. I mean, I, I'm saddened, very saddened at the news of his death. You know, keep in mind, um, he coached at a time. 
he coached the 1974 ACC championship game against NC State, Norm Sloan and NC State. It's arguably the greatest game ever played in the history of the sport. It was 103-100, I think. We, we've, we've talked, we talked in depth with Lefty about that game. You know, you got to remember, not only did he have great players, but they stayed in school. And so he had great upperclassmen. He had great experienced players, and they were smart. I mean, Tom McMillan went on to serve this country. Uh, Len Elmore went to Harvard and became an attorney in addition to his duties as an announcer. You know, John Lucas had to overcome some personal demons, but he rose to that challenge and helped grow the game and helped grow the sport. He, these were these were not these were historically great ACC players, historically great players. And in 1974, in that game, that game was winner take all. One stinking team from the league went to the NCAA tourney, the t- conference tourney champion. One. The following year, they opened it up to 32 teams, but that didn't help Lefty because he had one of the three or four best teams in America that year, basically three. There was UCLA, there was NC State, and there was Maryland. Those were the three best teams in the country. And, you know, they could have easily won that game. I mean, honestly, it was Tom Burleson who really won that game, the seven-foot-five center with the uh, uh, hook shot. It was really Burleson who won that game. And, you know, that's David Thompson, Monty Tao, Tim Stoddard. Uh, but Maryland was Maryland was loaded, absolutely loaded. And, again, if you know the history of, the, of basketball, you can make an argument for about five games as being the greatest game in the history of basketball, but your best argument might really be the 74 ACC championship game because that probably was, by most measures, by most historians, the greatest game ever played. It was certainly in that on the short list. It was certainly, UCLA, NC State would have been another Um UCLA losing at Notre Dame uh, to end the 88-game winning streak would be on that list. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Um, you know, maybe the first game between Houston and UCLA that was played in the Astrodome with Elvin Hayes and Houston and Lou Alcindor, which later UCLA avenged by blowing Houston out in the NCAA tournament. But, but that game was on the list. And Lefty Giselle gave us that. He also gave us, he also was the face and voice of tragedy. He he coached the great Len Bias. And as you remember, Ramona, when we asked, and, and look, Lefty was, Lefty was questioned. His whole program was questioned after the death of Len Bias. There were suggestions that, you know, somehow he had had people clean the room, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Lefty believed, and right to his death, that Len Bias was a one-time drug user who was completely over his head and uh, that it was not anything habitual. And I believe him. Uh, And I know he believed that. And I, I, I believe it, too. I believe it, too. 
Um, but his life was never the same. He, he, he Think about the decades later that we spoke to him and we talked to him about Lem Bias, and you could feel that knife still cut deeply. He still was in agony over that. And as you would, you know, look, we're in agony over it, and I didn't know Lem Bias. But Lefty Giselle loved his players, and his players loved him. And he never, he never got over the Len Bias tragedy. The good news is he's coaching them on a court of higher elevation right now. And I would say this. I would say if you were start to list the greatest figures, not just players, the greatest figures in college basketball history, Lefty Dizelle would be on the short list without question. He would be on the short list without question. He not only authored great turnarounds at four institutions, he turned Maryland into a national power. He brought many of the best players into Maryland. Don't forget, he had a commitment from Moses Malone. And then Moses decided to go to the NBA. Can you imagine if Moses Malone had played college basketball and played for Lefty Giselle? Um, In any case... We truly lost a legend in the sports world o- over the weekend, and uh, and we were privileged to to get to know Lefty on a more personal basis in the time he spent with us in the interviews he did, and uh, they were all magical. It was just it was all platinum stuff. It was just it, it was as good as it gets, and uh, and we uh, thank him for that. Uh, certainly, our thoughts and prayers to his family. Uh, rest in peace, legend. Um, but like I said, uh, you've been called to coach at a, a court of higher elevation, and uh, we will all miss you uh, because, again, uh, the game of basketball was better for having had Lefty Giselle a part of it. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. It is Stuart, Georgia Tech, Steve, and Bill. I'm coming right to you on the other side. Waltip Tula Road Rage. We'll be right back. I'm Brandon Davis, owner of BCD Services in Pelzer. Do high energy bills have you thinking of replacing your old HVAC system? If your heating system is constantly requiring service, or if it's over 17 years old, you're probably thinking about replacement. This puts you in the position of deciding who you can trust with this important investment. Call the pros at BCD Services for a free estimate and breakdown of our install process, payment options, and performance guarantee. Schedule estimate today, 864-940-4804. I'm Lance Crick. After 20 plus years as a federal prosecutor with the U.S. Attorney's Office in South Carolina and several years as a state prosecutor, I joined Ryan Beasley Law last year to practice law with Ryan and Mary Hunter. Our team works in courtrooms across the state, including city and magistrate courts, as well as state and federal courts. We work with clients in all areas of state and federal criminal defense to include pre-arrest investigations, white-collar defense, as well as student conduct issues at colleges and universities. Our responsive and proactive approach in cases is at all times client-centric and resolution-focused. We look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Please give us a call at 864-679-7777 or find us online at ryanbeasleylaw.com. In every case, for every client, in courtrooms across the state, Ryan Beasley Law, ryanbeasleylaw.com. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? 
shed that weight with semaglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com it's a new year, but one thing remains the same. Elkmont is the Upstate's destination for the best in lifestyle clothing, shoes, unique gifts, outdoor gear, and so much more. Offering great footwear from on-running, vans, UFOs, Birkenstock, and more. Incredible selection of jewelry featuring Kendra Scott and game day and lifestyle clothing from the most popular brands like Patagonia, Viore, Filson, Free Fly, Columbia, Z Supply, Howler Brothers, and more. Shop South Carolina's largest selection of on-running shoes and enjoy great discounts on select game day and winter apparel as our winter clearance sale begins. Find the latest arrivals and fashion trends from Elkmont's Facebook and Instagram pages or shop Elkmont online at elkmonttradingcompany.com. That's E-L-K-M-O-N-T tradingcompany.com. Elkmont is conveniently located in Powdersville off of 153 and in Clemson at 93 and Highway 123. And finally... Go Tigers! Is your crawl space damp or musty? Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Get fired up with Walt Deptula on Road Rage, weekdays 3 to 7, for all things sports. Exclusively on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Walt Diptula, Road Rage, we are back. A bunch of people want to talk about Lefty Giselle. I've got Stewart, who was on first, though, from the start of the show. So I'm going to let him in. He wants to talk about Clemson basketball. And I'll get to all your calls on Lefty. And that's uh, Chad and Steve and Bill, I know, want to talk about Lefty. Uh, Stewart. Stewart, good to have you, Stewart. How are you doing? Good. Uh, Appreciate you getting I got a couple of quick questions for yep. you. I don't know if you remember, but... A couple of days after Clemson's win at North Carolina, mm-hmm. I had called and asked you right toward the end of the show one day about that I had heard they were two of the officials were from the Big 12 Correct. or the Big 10 or something, and whether uh, you thought maybe the uh, head of officials wanted to stop all that griping about uh, uh, visiting teams getting ripped by the officials up there. And you said you were going to check into it and see if you could find out. Honestly, honestly, Stuart, I forgot all about it. I apologize. What? The way (laughs) you went on about how it was a great question? (laughs) 
And then you forgot about it. Hey, Stuart, you know, sometimes real life intervenes. And my last week has been like a week from hell. So, you know, I have a mea culpa. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's okay. But I I, one other question, too. If by some uh, chance he decided to, does P.J. Hall still have a no. another year because of COVID. No, he's headed to the NBA. Well, I mean, I understand that, but I mean, no. If he chose to do it because he started in 2020, the COVID year, so it seems like I don't know. That just. I was just thinking about yeah, I get that. It. I get it, Stuart. Wishful thinking. I, I get it. Hey, uh, I will. I will. I will still work on that other issue, Stuart. And you call me more often and uh, and just remind me. But thank you, Stuart. I appreciate the call. Good job. Uh, back to the uh, phones, and it is uh, Tar Heel Chad, Georgia Tech Steve, and Bill. Chad, how are you, Chad? Good to have you. Well, what's up, man? Hey, appreciate um, you. Glad you're bringing it up. It uh, brings a lot of uh, old memories. And my dad, who's passed away, just uh, we we were a different fan. He always we always uh, pulled for lefty outside of when we were playing for North Carolina, and just brings back lots of um, you know crazy things that happened. Lefty, just an unbelievable. Uh, character extremely bright, which a lot of people that gets lost with the quirkiness. Yep. Um, and um, you know, I, I you know, funny a, a few of us. I think I mentioned the story maybe to you before, but I went to small school, uh, Rocky Mount, where Phil Ford went, and Buck Williams. And when he was recruiting Buck, uh, Dean, he wanted to go to UNC, and uh, he really the grades were a little light. And Lefty said, "That's okay, I'll tutor you." I went to Duke. There you go. And um and so I remember that and uh you know, Lefty I know Mer the seventy four game gets a lot of publicity, which was great against NC State. Lots of great players. Probably the one of the two or three greatest players to ever play college basketball. David Thompson was in that game. But the next year Lefty they beat uh, NC State in seventy five. NC State they broke their thirty eight home game win streak yep. and I remember how happy he was about that. So I just um, – Well, those were I legendary wish, teams, Chad, with legendary oh, yeah. players. I mean, talk, and they stayed in school. Think about the conference. Yeah. When oh, Lefty yeah. showed up in Maryland, you had Vic Bubas at Duke. Yeah. You had Hubie Brown Chuck Daly. You had Dean Smith. You had Terry Holland. Um, and great players. Like, you know, we were talking about the game, the uh, 82 championship game, the Georgetown uh, UNC. Yep. And talking about doing all American teams, think about the league back then. What the play? I mean, you're talking about historically all-time top fifty kind of guys. And Lefty had to come up in that. He persevered. He ended up winning, I think, the ACC championship after six failed attempts. I think in '84 with with Bias and Gatlin and Adrian Branch. And remember, um, and, re- and remember during the you know during the period where only one team went. These guys all stayed yep. in school, you know, so they weren't all, yep. they were not just great players. They were great, mature players. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, in Davidson, I remember, I, I don't know if, I think this is true, but I remember seeing something, maybe lefty said that, that 
he, NC State tried to hire him, Everett Case, while yeah. he was at Davis, and he said, hell, man, why would I leave there? I got yeah. my teams better than you. Yep. <laughs> and I just – I just, I, and, you know, people don't realize they were a power at Davison. I mean, oh, yeah. he was not going to leave. I mean, he was 27 and – I think 27 and 3 or 28. He went to the NC tournament with all those teams. Yeah, so – he was like, it wasn't a big pay bump at the time, but, you know, and it worked out for him. So, I mean, I've been watching lefty stuff since all last night. I couldn't get enough of it. And, um, you know, I, I hate the Lynn Bias because Lynn Bias, my dad says David Thompson's the best player he's ever seen ever, period. I always say it was Lynn Bias. I don't think you can go wrong with either either one. Um, I just hate it that happened because I think it really left, yeah. left put a – Lefty never recovered, and quite frankly, the Celtics have really never recovered to some degree. No, I well, you know, really... again, they, you know, first of all, I think David Thompson is the greatest ACC player of all time. I, I think Len Bias was a bigger, stronger Michael Jordan, and yep. I, I, we were all deprived, uh, first of all, a life lost too soon, and a great person by all accounts who uh, tried one thing at a party one time, and it sadly ended his life. And it was uh, one of the most tragic moments in sport in sports history, and there's no question that it changed the Celtics. In fact, Bird hated rookies. Bird so loved Len Bias's game that Bird had said that he was going to work with Len in this summer and, and just in preparation for it because Bird had such respect. And that's, remember, Remember who Bird is? Bird's the guy at the the rookie uh, versus uh, ch- versus championship who took the ball when it bounced down his end, and Jordan went to pick it up, and Bird flung it over his head down the other end of the court and said, "Get out of here." You know th- that's who Bird was. All right, so for Bird to think that highly of of Len Bias was was something uh, amazing, and then. It was lost, and it wasn't even just that. Don't forget that they lost Reggie Lewis at the age of 27 in that same yeah. time period who was already right. the second or third best two-guard in the league after only Jordan and sort of even with Drazen Petrovic, who, by the way, also lost his life tragically. Yep. The last thing I'll say about Lefty, he beat It's in that my dad said, if any, he used to always say, if anybody had to do it, Maryland – won the last game in Carmichael and won the first game in the Smith Center. Yeah. I believe that's right. Yeah. And something along those lines and Bias had you know, like forty at Smith Center. I'll never yeah. forget that game. So anyway, I'm glad you're doing it. It's well worth the full show, if not more. He's got like three chapters in the book of basketball. So yep. take care, man. Thank you, Chad. Well, you know, we're not gonna do it for a full show, but I, I just feel like um I this is sort of, I don't have many, you know, pet peeve kind of deals in sports, but this is one of them. I just, I, I think we like, we're just willing to say, oh yeah, Bob Gibson died, you know, next. Well, it, it shouldn't work that way. We owe these guys a debt of gratitude, these historical greats. This is, this is what we do. This is our, our, our job. And in Lefty's case, you know, there are very few figures in the history of ACC basketball that were more instrumental to the game, uh, to the players, to everything than Lefty Giselle was. Um, Georgia Tech, Steve, and then Bill. Steve, how are you, Steve? Good to have you. Hey, Walt, how you doing today? Good, Steve. Thank you for getting in. Listen, I, I appreciate you leading off with uh, Lefty's demise. Um, 
Over the weekend, Mark Bradley down at Atlanta Journal-Constitution wrote an article on Lefty, and uh, it was very insightful to me. Uh, yeah, as Tar Heel Chad mentioned, uh, he played center at Duke. Yep. Uh, Lefty did, and uh, Lefty went on to coach at Georgia State, which is, of course, in Atlanta. Mark Bradley was a sports writer in Atlanta, and Mark mentioned in his article that Lefty called him at the end of one of his years at Georgia State, and he said, Mark, you got to get me into this tournament. <laughs> and Mark Bradley, the sports writer, thought, what the heck can I do? <laughs> you know, I'm just a sports writer. It, uh, but but I thought that was so hilarious that yeah. Lefty was uh, pitching and uh, uh, making every effort to get his Georgia, St- Georgia State team into you, the tournament, you which know, here's, he did. Here's another story. And, here's another story in here. He, he uh, you know, his introduction to the Hall of Fame came very slowly, ridiculously slowly, yes. probably because of what happened with the bias situation at the end. But when he finally was uh, inducted into the into the College Basketball Hall of Fame, and he, he was given his his speech, and he, and he said, you know, um, he he started out and he. he he didn't twist his words, but he 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 offered a line. And he he used his wife uh, in the wrong spot in the sentence, and it came out funny, and and people laughed a little bit, and he laughed at it, and and he said uh, he said you know what he said uh, he said uh, we'll see he said but I don't I don't know that there's anybody else who's 86 years old who's up here who's been up here talking before. He said, I'm not sure how many 86-year-olds have been inducted into the Hall of Fame, but uh, we'll see how you do if you're 86 up here. You know, and and uh, and he was 100% right. Yes, yes. What I recall about Lefty in the 70s during all the, during which was the uh, zenith of college basketball in the ACC, the 70s, and, and Lefty, of course, as, as mentioned already several times, was right in the thick of that. There were other great coaches already talked about, but Lefty was the personality of the conference. He was the the other the other guys just coached their team and kind of flew under the radar as far as media. But the media went to Lefty, and Lefty never let him down because yeah. he always he always provided uh, entertainment bites, as quips. well as. Yeah. Uh, as well as uh, skill. He's a soundbite quick machine. But again, I think what gets lost in some of that is just what a great coach Uh, he was. Yeah, yeah, terrific, fabulous. And uh, I I, I always enjoyed just – I wanted to watch any game that he coached. It was just a show on top of being a, a, a fine coach with some of the most awesome players that's ever played the game. Um, finally, Walt, I just want to thank you for bringing to us the interviews that you did with Lefty and uh, goes right hand in glove with your interviews with Mike Leach, two great giants of their game that have we've lost in the last year. And you had you brought to this audience due to your perseverance. I want to thank you for that. That's going far and beyond the call of duty, I think. Very kind. And uh, I know you'll continue to do that for us in the future, so thank you. Thank you, Steve. Very kind. I appreciate the kind words. Um, But all honesty, with those two gentlemen, it didn't require perseverance. All it took was making a phone call. And they were like, sure. You know, both of them. Again, uh, they owed me nothing. They did not, at the time, 
that we first called them, they didn't know us. They didn't know who we were. How would they? You know, Mike Leach was coaching at Washington State at the time. You know, he he, he could have just hung up the phone and said, screw off. I'm, you know, you're 3,000 miles away. Why would I want to come on a, a show with you? You know, and the same thing with Lefty. But that's not who they were. And quite honestly, there, there are more good people than not in this industry. It, 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 one of the amazing things is, like, I've had people ask us, you know, in the past, like, you know, what do you do to get this person on? Or what do you do? To, we asked them. <laughs> that's it that's it wasn't wasn't magic it wasn't hard work it wasn't it wasn't anything you know it and and those guys became regulars on the show i mean not every week i i, I would never bother somebody like that you know every week but you know every year for a while we had we had both of them on and um and we were grateful. We were grateful for it. And those are some of the most amazing interviews I've ever been a part of. Uh, and it was really all due to those two gentlemen. I mean, um, the sports world is a different place without them. Um, and their their lasting impact on their two sports. Uh, I, I mean, really, both of them changed the nature of their sports. And maybe. Uh, more than anything else, from a coaching standpoint, that tells you who they were. From a, from a uh, a personal standpoint, we know just in the way they treated us, uh, what type of people that, what type of people they were, and uh, and Lefty Dizel, uh loved his guys. He loved his guys, and they loved him, and it's a uh, big loss. Uh, let me tell you about First Class Hall, Bill. I know you've been hanging forever. I'm coming right to you. First Class Hall, Honda, Acura, Lexus, Toyota. No one does it like First Class Halt. It's an acronym. Uh, Mark and his team are incredible. All of their techs have 15 to 35 years worth of experience with these makes and models. That's who they are and what they do. They're your dealership alternative. They're the home of the three-year, 36,000-mile nationwide warranty. I'm sorry. You tell me who else in that business stands behind their services to that degree. The answer is nobody. Are you feeling vibrations, hearing noise? It might be your steering and suspension. Uh, get double the savings right now. First Class Halt will match your rebate amount below with a coupon of equal value. So think about that. Customers get up to $75 with uh, with any of these repairs. A repair of uh, $250 to $499 on your, uh, on your suspension and steering. Uh, you get $25 rebate. Repair of $500 to $749.99, $50 rebate. Repair of $750 or more, $75 rebate. You can book that now. Uh, BF Goodrich, get up to $60 off on all-terrain family OF tire or up to $40 on all other tire lines. It's first-class halt. Go try an oil change. Go try anything. Once you try it, you will never go back to where you're taking your vehicle right now. Uh, your vehicle is probably your second most important uh, possession, purchase. Treat it that way with first-class service from First Class Halt. Anderson, the new location, 131 Mutual Drive, Greenville, Cherrydale, and the new Malden location at 410 West Butler Road. You'll thank me later. Quick break. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What makes tree care in the upstate different than other parts of the country? 
in Greenville, Anderson, Easley area, we have a lot of bugs and disease. We have a long growing season, so there's lots of opportunity for bugs to attack our trees and shrubs and, and different cycles for different bugs. But we're seeing really good results with keeping up with the programs to take care of our trees and shrubs. Leave it to Schneider Tree Care. Thank you for voting Tiger Express Wash as the best of the best car wash in 2023. Use your unlimited fast pass in Clemson, Easley, or Pendleton. Tiger Express Wash, proudly serving the upstate with more locations, same quality care. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylors. Craft Stove Store and Patio. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boulware. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. Don't let turnover stall your business. HTI is the Upstate's trusted attraction and retention partner. We work with employers to provide all things workplace, including recruiting, staffing, HR services, team building, and leadership training. Call Ryan at 513-6563 or visit htijobs.com backslash upstate today. Again, call Ryan at 513-6563 or visit htijobs.com backslash upstate today. Your Pie Pizza Restaurant has not one but two locations to satisfy your pizza, pasta, and gelato cravings in Clemson. Your Pie Downtown is located less than a mile away from Death Valley, and Your Pie Dockside has the relaxing lake views you've been dreaming of. It's a quick and casual meal for fans on game day, or great for a night out with friends and family. Make a fully customized pizza, pasta, or salad, or choose a favorite from our preset menu, Pizza Brews Gelato. It's Your Pie. An hour of your day could mean a lifetime for a fellow Clemson fan in need. When you donate blood with the Blood Connection, you're directly impacting the lives of your neighbors, local patients right here in the upstate. The need for blood is never ending, so we hope you'll join us in this critical mission of saving lives and roll up your sleeves and donate. Just head to thebloodconnection.org donate to find a blood drive near you and save lives today. At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute. Does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Here at The Roar... Every day is game day. We are 105.5 and 97.5, The Roar.
Walt up to the Road Rage. We are back. We're talking a little bit about the career of basket, the legendary basketball figure Lefty Drizel. Uh Honoring him as we start the show today uh, for all he did uh, for the world of college athletics, for all the young people whose lives he touched, and uh, and for the game of basketball itself. Again, I think sometimes lost in all his character was his basketball genius because he was a uh, basketball genius. Uh, Bill and Anderson. Bill, how are you, Bill? Good to have you. Oh, it's good to be here. Uh, I can remember an interview they asked Lefty Zell how he turned Davidson around. Because when he went to Davidson, they were yep. uh, a nothing school in a subpar conference, and he took them to a national power. And uh, they said the first thing he did is he threw a blanket and a pillow in the back seat of his car, and he left home, and he went recruiting, and he didn't get home for till, uh a month later. <laughs> and he could recruit. He said they didn't players, have a recruiting budget. He, he had to furnish his own. Well, and players related to him, you know, players related to him, and you know, and it's it, it's it's odd, you know. You would think like this this. Uh, a uh, balding white man would not be a dude that players would necessarily, but he, he had that. Oh, his that, players loved oh, him. He, he had that Al McGuire connection to players, you know, that that players just uh, loved him and wanted to play for him. Well, I was at that ACC conference game, and I saw that. That's the only game I ever saw where Burleson was not intimidated by Lynn Elmore. Yeah, Burleson had like 36 or 38, whatever it was in that game. And Elmore, people don't realize, you know, again, you hear these names and maybe people don't know them. And Lynn Elmore obviously went on to have a long pro career. uh, But Elmore at the collegiate level was a friggin' force. He was a six ten. Oh gosh, enforcer. he was unbelievable. Right, and and uh, and he had owned Burleson, like you say, up until that night. And then that night, uh, it all changed. Burleson went for, like I said, thirty six or something. Well, the in that week game. before they had named the ACC uh, all uh, all conference team, yep. Elmore was first, and Burleson was second, yep. and. Uh, Norm Sloan told him, he said, okay, tonight you're playing for your pro career. That's right. That's but his, his his team that year was un, unbelievable. It was Bill Bradley, Lynn Elmore, John Lucas, O'Brien, and I forget the name of the other starter. I, it slips my mind. But well, I there mean, was one Fred other McMillan. game. I think it was it was either the same year or the year before. It was on Super Bowl Sunday between Maryland and NC State at Maryland. Yeah. I think it was that same year. In fact, I know it was. But it came down that NC State was a point behind, and they had just a few seconds to shoot, and somehow Burleson wound up with the ball at the top of the key. And so he had to take a long jump shot, and everybody looked at that shot except for David Thompson. He's the only one that broke to the basket. Yep. It hit the back of the rim, and Thompson caught the ball as it was coming back up off of the rim and dropped it in for the win. Yeah, and you had to drop it in because there was no dunking. And, and Yeah, you couldn't dunk it. Yeah, and, But I, uh, think that game, I think that game was every bit as good as the ACC conference game. Maybe, but... Maybe, that, but... That, but 
It well, does. no, it wasn't because both teams were so hot that and I right. uh, both teams didn't play as well as they did during that ACC tournament game. Right, and that game that again, that game was game. for the NCA berth. There was just one spot available. It was yeah. winner take all. I mean, you think about the insanity of some of the teams we let in the tournament now, and it, I mean. It's conceivable that the greatest team in the country was left out of the tournament. It's conceivable. I still think they were the number two team, and I think UCLA was the number three team. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I would, on the surface, I would agree with that. I would think NC State was one, uh, Maryland was two, and UCLA was three. Uh, NC State and Maryland played three times that year. NC State won all ga- all yep. three games, and I think the l- largest margin of victory was two points. Yep, yep. A little like the uh, rivalry between Affirmed and Alidar in horse racing. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I was at NC State at the time, and so I I, I saw them all live, and Thompson was just absolutely unbelievable game in game out. Oh, again, I think he's the greatest. If they had had a three-point rule, uh, a three-point and could dunk the ball, yeah. there's no telling how many points that NC State team would have scored. Yeah. Because uh, half the, half the uh, shots Monty Tao took were three-point shots, only they didn't have a three-point line. That's true. And people don't know who Monty Tao is that Bill has mentioned, but Monty Tao was a little five-foot-seven point guard who could shoot the ball from the outside and lob the ball up to the uh, backboard for David Thompson. Oh, yeah. He and Tim Stoddard both set Thompson up. Uh, yeah, and, tremendously, and, Stoddard, and it was it was also harder to do because Thompson couldn't just take the ball and slam it through. He had to take yeah, it and, and then take it yeah. to the rim, and you know, sh- uh, basically just shoot it in. Yeah, he would lay it in. Yeah, from he basically just uh, toss it downward is what he did. Uh, but you know, Stoddard went on to have a, a pro baseball career too. Stoddard was a six eight two hundred. Yeah, he pitched, he pitched in the World yeah. Series for the Orioles. Yeah, two hundred forty pound uh, power forward type. Hey, Bill, it was great speaking with you. Well done. It was good talking to you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, look, we're we're a long way from that in ACC basketball tonight. It's like you know, like we talked about the other day. We sort of laughed about the fact we talk about. Uh, Georgetown, and this is outside the ACC, but Georgetown, North Carolina, national championship game. You know, we were talking about uh, this All-American team that was selected this year, and I said, you know, I said there were more great players in that one Georgetown, North Carolina uh, championship game than there were on this year's All-American team. I mean, just on those two teams. I mean, you know, you look at the guys this year, and you're like, eh, eh. Okay, we're going to put this guy on it. Eh. You know, okay, we're going to put this guy on it. Eh. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. We have to put somebody on it. And that's what it feels like when you look at this year's All-American team. Meanwhile, when Georgetown played North Carolina for the national championship game, you had Patrick Ewing, Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, James Worthy. All those guys were on the same stinking court together. I mean, those are some of the greatest NBA players of all time. And they were all on the same college court together at one time. You know, meanwhile, I've got seven foot five stiff Zach Eady who loses in the first round to uh, uh, to stinking uh, 16th seed. <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> that's where we are <laughs> compared to where it was. I mean, uh, you know, uh, which of those guys, that, which of these guys that are on this year's first team All-American team do you think could have made uh, that team? None of them. I mean, just plain stinking none of them. Uh, and, you know, in Maryland NC State in 74, it's the same thing. All those guys were went on to pro careers and, and and a lot of them went on, went on to be wild successes. You know the the only thing that we got cheated out of a little. You know, think about this. You can make a case that uh, that the two greatest ACC players of all time were David Thompson and Len Bias. We got cheated in a way on on both of them. Not necessarily at the collegiate level, but obviously with the passing of Len Bias. And then uh, with the demons that David Thompson succumbed to. And we don't really know when all that started either. Um, Al, and then basketball, John and basketball, David, I'm coming right to you. Uh, Al, how are you, Al? Good to have you. Oh, thank you, Walt. Uh, I remember Maryland playing Clemson at Little John at halftime. Coach Lefty thought the rim wasn't level, so they brought out a ladder in a Hand level. I think it was okay, though. <laughs> that's funny. You remember that? Yeah, you know, that's funny. I mean, those are the kind of things you would do, too. Yeah. I remember Skip Wise talking about David Thompson. I remember him kind of calling him, uh, pushing, handing the ball out and jerking it back to him, you know, kind of teasing him yeah. and stuff. But I always thought Skip Wise was a good player. Oh, Skip, look, you can make the argument that for a single season, Skip Wise is the best player in Clemson basketball history. Yeah, yeah. I was over at school about the time he was there. Oh, how about that? Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, people have people have no idea, but Skip Wise, uh, honestly, if you just had to pick one player from Clemson basketball history for one season, your guy would probably be Skip uh, Wise. Well, they just take a shot at about the foul line or something. Oh, yeah. Go up there and take a jump shot from there or something. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got. Thank yep, you, Yep, that's a good job, Al. Thank you. Uh, basketball, David. David, I know uh, well, they, you had personal experience, me, David. You were you were actually with me on one of the shows as my uh, co-host today. We were talking about basketball on the day that that uh, I interviewed Lefty Dizel. That is correct. That's actually the first time I'd ever spoken with him, and I'll say, you know, obviously, thank to you. I think you let me ask him one question, and uh, I was a little bit starstruck, and you know, kind of asked him, and obviously, grace enough, and didn't know who I am. But I also had a personal connection to him when I coached at the Division Two level. We actually played against Lefty's grandsons they played at the university of north georgia and uh you know good good scrappy shooters and, and whatnot so also knew his grandson through them and they actually introduced me to him personally um a couple years later during the pandemic we were doing you know when when everybody was kind of bound to home uh, a former a fellow coach kind of challenged me like hey you should start a little coaches um, you know network or whatever through zooms and I did, and we had started, you know, went through, and I was kind of, you know, getting kind of to the end of the pandemic when people were starting to come back out, and uh, I was actually talking to one of Lefty's grandsons, and I said, I just kind of threw a shot in the dark and said, hey, what do you think about getting, and they called him granddad, 
you know, they always called him granddad. And they, I said, Hey, what do you think about getting granddad on? He said, let me call, uh, let me call grandma, <laughs> call grandma. Up. And they said, uh, they said, granddad would love to do it. Now you can't give him, but 30, 40 minutes. Cause you know, it'll, it'll, it'll be, you know, too much for him. But, and Walter, I kid you not for about 40 minutes, he just came on zoom and he didn't know what he was doing on zoom and he had to get set up. But, once that camera and that mic got rolling and he was set, you just let him. We just let him go, and it was it was incredible. I mean, obviously gracious enough that he did it, but just the stories that he told. And I don't know if it's been mentioned yet on your show today, but he also invented Midnight Madness. Yeah, he did invent. When, he's he's the, credited when, with being the guy who invented Midnight Madness. Yeah. Yeah, when the NCAA, you know, Mar- it, it was always. Now they've moved the date up so fast, but. It was always October the 15th at 12 o'clock. You could start official practice. And, uh, you know, he was credited with starting the official Midnight Madness that everybody nowadays, you know, kind of makes into an event. But, he also came dangerously close to landing Moses Malone. <laughs> and Juan, I don't know if you remember, that was actually the topic that was talked about the day I was on your show. Oh, I didn't, no. Yeah, no, I didn't. yeah, that was the top. All right, hold that, hold no that thought, David. Connection. Don't go anywhere. Hold that thought. Uh, Walter Tula Road Rage, quick break. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Start your spring cleaning today and get insanely clean home with zero res carpet and air duct cleaning. For this month only, mention me, Mickey Plotter, and the Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $129 plus free staircase. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. Sitting here again today with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asks, Walt, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for, and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484, and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call.